taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people. It's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, welcome to uh, the world of, of parody. I mean, the world is parody. Welcome to the Absurdity Report once again. Drax, the largest power plant, coal-burning power plant in the U.K., has taken in $5.6 billion in subsidies from energy bill taxpayers, but business secretary says the practice is not sustainable because they're burning wood. Uh, yeah, that's the truth. About 80% of the wood pellets burned in Drax come from North America. They're getting it from Louisiana and Virginia and British Columbia, and it's, it's a big issue. Again, Drax Power Station owner cuts down primary forests in Canada. This is from the BBC. Once again, they did this for four years before anybody thought to actually think about it for a single second. Drax, Britain's biggest power station, generates electricity by burning millions of tons of imported wood pellets. A company that's received billions of pounds in green forest, uh, green energy subsidies from UK taxpayers is cutting down environmentally important forests, a BBC Panorama investigation has found. Okay, moving on. Again, uh, not, I'm not joking when, you know, it, put it in comedy form, but also you have to stop eating and breathing. Uh, but that's actually what they want. Uh, Guardian columnist George Monbiot says farming should be abolished to stop climate change. He made the claims in his new book, Regenesis. He describes livestock farming as phenomenally profligate way to make food. He suggested the, war the world could turn to bacteria-based food for protein instead. So they want to get rid of the farms with the nice animals and the old McDonald and the, the crops growing and, and being harvested yearly in a tradition that dates back to the dawn of human civilization. No, they would rather shove pigs into factory farms where they can be raised like, I don't know, watermelons or something uh, filled with bacterial injections and uh, human growth hormones in order to keep them healthy and fat. Uh, healthy, of course, being a conditional or comparative term but disease-free might be a better term, uh, or just like, you know, growing bacteria in Petri dishes and eating that for a lovely snack. So again, humans may be fueling global warming by breathing, according to a new study. This is from December of last year. New York Post, humans may be fueling global warming by breathing, new study suggests. So you can cut that out whenever you want. Stop breathing, you guys. It's hurting the earth. The Malthusians are back. This article from The Atlantic. Climate activists worry that the world has too many people. Yeah, Got to get rid of people. Not a joke. Again, we have Bill Gates's formula. Uh, when he goes, when it, again, the alternative energy stuff, not as foolproof as you might think. California landfills are filling up with toxic solar panels as 1.3 million, uh, po you know, basically poisonous Panels are leaching their toxins into the earth in landfills. New York Times wrote this in November. Earth now has 8 billion humans. This man wishes there were none. Now, weirdly, this article is not portraying this man as an insane supervillain who should be removed from the population. Uh, they're actually celebrating this man as a hero for, for daring to suggest this radical solution to climate change, killing every human. Media blames climate change for a Canadian fire despite arrests of multiple arsonists. And just to reach to the, the true heights of absurdity, CBS News says climate change helped strengthen the Taliban. That's right. Climate change is now racist and a terrorist. 
you're not a terrorist, are you? Eat the bugs. Now, all of this is, of course, predicated on blatant lies, as is now becoming clear. As August of last year, this story came out. Scientists admit the overwhelming consensus on climate change is, in fact, completely manufactured and not real. And just this week, Popular Mechanics came out with this headline. Oops, scientists may have miscalculated our global warming timeline. That's what you like hearing when you're talking about a global, systematic, corporate, industrialized program to eliminate humanity, close down your farms, chop down your trees, and kill everyone. Is after all is said and done and all of the programs in place, the scientists go, oh, oopsies, we were wrong about everything. Remember COVID? Remember how that happened with COVID? We did it again. Whoopsies, sorry for destroying your lives and killing so many people. Our bad. Oops, oopsie daisy. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsStore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsStore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. Into the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, we're going to open up the phone lines here in this final hour of the American Journal for this Tuesday broadcast. Go ahead and give us a call if you'd like. one 789 2539 1-877-789-2539. We'll compile calls over the next few minutes, and then we'll uh, go to them for the rest of the hour. So if you want to call in, you probably won't have to stay on hold for too long, and we'll get to as many people as humanly possible. Just before, just to put a little cap on what we've talked about for the first two hours of this show, the twin threat of the climate change agenda and the global health pandemic under the WHO, the way that these two twin weapon systems are being deployed in an effort to play on people's both empathy and sympathy and humanity, but also their fear of death and their fear of things they can't see or control like carbon or diseases. So we'll we'll go to one more clip here. This is, in fact, I believe it is the daughter of Klaus Schwab telling us that the, the method was established during COVID. They had a successful test run of the lockdown system. They know now by manipulating inputs, how far they can push people, how people respond to certain measures. They've done the testing. They've run the AI simulations. And now they're preparing to roll out climate lockdowns, knowing that the vast majority of people are too sheep-like and cowed to present any formidable resistance to their program. Here's Klaus Schwab's daughter 
telling you in no uncertain terms what comes next. This crisis has shown us that, first of all, things can shift very rapidly when we put our minds to it and when we feel the immediate emergency to our livelihoods. And second, that um, clearly the system, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, that we had before is not sustainable. So I see it as a tremendous opportunity to really to have this great reset and to use this huge flows you know, of money to use the increased levers that policymakers have today in a way that was not possible before to create a change that is not incremental, but that we can look back and we can say this is the moment where we really started to position, you know, nature at the core of the economy. Nature at the core of the economy. And we've, we've talked on this show about, actually, we, we've helped contribute to the resistance against this type of program where they have tried to make a new version of the stock market that takes into account all things, all living things, all non-living things, actually putting a price on life itself, existence and reality with a price tag. They tried to slip that through, but we helped to uh, defeat that. That just means they're going to reformulate and try again because unless these people are stopped, they will never stop. But it's about consolidating the entire world and every system of society into a single computer chip-like control grid where individual will is no longer an issue for the people that want to dominate you. Your will, your choices will be dictated from on high, and that's the threat facing the entire world right now, but primarily leveled at Western countries because, you know, China's already in the system. That's the thing about understanding China. They don't have to have drag queen story hour. They don't have to have, you know, homosexuality as a state religion. They don't have to have climate change restrictions imposed on them because they're already under control. That's the only thing that matters to these people. They'll talk about climate. They'll talk about health. They don't care. They do not care. Just look at China, look at how their system is established, robust, and ubiquitous, this control system with facial recognition and CBDC, social credit score. They have it already. They're in the system, so they're not subject to all of these other demands. In fact, they're celebrated by the same people that are imposing these demands on us. So wish people would think about that more. Speaking of things I wish people would think more deeply about, I want to go to a clip here. Clip 11, this is Kevin O'Leary, an investor famous for appearing on uh, Shark Tank, talking about the decision made by the New York judge to keep, to fine Donald Trump 350 or up to $460 million and prevent him from operating a business in New York for the next three years. Again, the insulting part about this is that there are so many CEOs of so many companies that have done so much real damage to the world. Donald Trump didn't do damage to anybody. The thing he's accused of, as we went over yesterday, wasn't a crime. Nobody was victimized. The people that he took the loan out from actually testified in his favor, and yet they still arbitrarily decided to punish him and keep him uh, away from business in New York. Think about the number of people 
in positions of power, CEOs and others who have crashed the economy, who have poisoned millions with opioids, killed hundreds of thousands with the opioid program. The companies get fined a, mo a moderate amount, not enough to shut them down, but, you know, enough to make headlines. But the people who do it get off scot-free, never spend a day in court, take billion-dollar bonuses from taxpayer money and ride off into the sunset. So where's their trial? Why aren't they barred from doing business for three years? Why aren't they humiliated and fined hundreds of millions of dollars? And how can people see this take place and say, nobody's above the law in America? It really seems like Donald Trump's the only one who's under the law. It seems like all of these other corporate CEOs who have mismanaged finances or deliberately pushed addictive drugs on hundreds of thousands of people, seems like they should be treated like this. Seems like they should be, if not thrown in prison, at least fined hundreds of millions of dollars and barred from operating businesses anymore. But that doesn't happen. So that's like the most infuriating thing to me. Not necessarily that's happening to Trump, but that they do it to Trump when they don't do it to anybody else. I mean, they have the power to do this. They have the power to bring these people to heal, to punish people who have caused massive damage to millions of people, but they don't. They choose not to, even though they can, as is evidenced by the trial against Trump. It's infuriating. But the real thing to understand here is why it's being done, not what's being done or how it's being done, but why it's being done. And I think that part of the equation has been totally missed by people who think this has anything to do with investments or business and we've seen people going, oh, I'm not going to be in New York anymore. And Kathy Hochul going, no, you don't have to worry about it. We're not going to go after you. Come on, look at all the criminals we let. I mean, we give them billions of dollars from the government. We, we don't punish CEOs for doing things wrong. We punish Trump for standing up to us through the business system. She actually goes out and, sa and says that. But still, people in New York are going, oh, gee, what if I get busted for fraud? You know, maybe they'll treat me like they treated Trump. Again, I don't even think people are thinking that, but it is causing them worry, I guess. Kevin O'Leary went on Fox Business uh, to talk about this, and uh, I'll probably interrupt because I, I have an answer to his first question uh, that he asks. I, I have an explanation for him that maybe goes a little deeper than, oh, my gosh, that's so much money. Well, let's watch Kevin O'Leary, shall we? We've got Kevin O'Leary back with us, O'Leary Ventures chairman, Shark Tank investor. You know, Kevin, you had mentioned, and it was a very profound kind of comment, that, you know, some of these other businesses do have right to be concerned, whether they like Donald Trump or not. Maybe you can elaborate on that. Well, this, this award, um, I mean, just leaving the whole Trump thing out of it and, and seeing what occurred here, and, and I'm, I'm no different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this. I, I can't even understand or fathom uh, the, the decision at all. It, it, there's no rationale for it. And so, right, so let's, let's let pause right there. I can't understand the decision at all. There's no rationale for it. I think the problem that you have, Mr. O'Leary, and I think I can explain this, uh, is – what you said just before that, leaving Trump out of this. If you leave Trump out of this, there is no explanation for this. If you leave out the political context of this decision, it doesn't make any sense. When you actually understand what's going on here, well, it's a, it's a very much bigger deal than, oh my gosh, my business might be charged millions of dollars. And I actually uh, wrote out of a, a bit of response to this that I'd like to go to now. So he says, I can't understand this decision at all. There's no rational reason for it. 
Well, I think I can explain. Mr. O'Leary. See, the entire justice system has, in fact, been weaponized by a regime against their opposition and is being rigged at every level by an all-powerful federal superstate who will destroy every limitation, corrupt every proceeding, violate every basic function of morality, uh, decency, or common sense to ensure the continued domination of a permanent bureaucratic spy state that lives on war. The fine was big. I know it's uh, very disturbing. But see, this is the ultimate battle of our time, actually, deciding whether we live in a functional republic based on law and order protecting individuals' rights under an elected representative, or whether we live in a thinly veiled corporate dictatorship crushing all dissent to the cackling satisfaction of brainwashed subjects who long, ab- long ago abandoned the concept of virtue. Okay, so maybe that explains the rationale behind this. If you take Trump out of the equation, no, this doesn't make any sense. If you understand why they're targeting Trump and how this is just one aspect of the ultimate battle for our future— as America determines whether or not we still are America or whether we are just an economic zone controlled by psychopaths, that's really, you know, what's at stake here. Again, I don't even know who Kevin Leary is, Kevin O'Leary. I don't really care about him. It just kind of annoys me when people see, like they're saying they're watching this, this broadcast. It's like this enemy to the regime uh, is being dragged into court, charged with nine different crimes, each one more baseless than the last, and now he's been barred from doing business and fined hundreds of millions of dollars in an attempt to destroy him politically and literally. And also it applies to his family because we're punitive and, like I said before, complete psychopaths. And they sit there going, oh, that might be bad for my business. What if my business gets hit with a charge? I might not make as much money. It's like, are you missing the bigger picture here? Maybe you should have a concern greater than the money being charged and your company making profits. Maybe this is about the continued existence of a liberal society and human freedom itself and the ability for the people to have a say in the function of their government. Maybe this is an existential threat to our nation, and that should be the primary concern. But hey, who am I to say? I'm not on Fox Business. So let's go back to Fox Business and hear what else this man has to say about this absurd and dangerous decision real-time uh, experience I'm having regarding this and I'm not the only one it doesn't matter what the governor says New York was already a loser state like California is a loser state there are many loser states because of policy high taxes uncompetitive regulation it was already on the top of the list of being a loser state I would never invest in New York now and I'm not the only person saying that and here's a real-time situation in developing real estate right now who cares the hottest asset class is very high-end data centers they cost really high-end data centers two and a half to three and a half billion each they are very expensive they require low power you need permits but our country's being destroyed Kevin in the world need more data centers and that's why developers like me are doing this our elected representatives are being targeted by unfair judicial system to destroy our right to have a say in our government Kevin that to put in one of these facilities create 400 jobs five more jobs for each of one of those wow no way incredible I can't go to New York. So I'm going to Oklahoma, North Dakota, West Virginia. 
Governor Stitt, Kevin Stitt, my staff have met with him. Governor Bergen, the same thing. Governor Justice. Those are winner states. They don't do things like this. I have to syndicate that debt and all that equity. We're talking billions of dollars here. Do you think any foreign institution or any private equity firm or any pension fund would touch New York? No. And that's why New Yorkers should be concerned. The fine people do, of New York. Do you York see what I mean? So, okay, he can why? shut up now. Do you see what I mean on like how we're in this situation that like we're dealing with like foundational principles of human existence and the people with the power and the money and the influence to actually correct course and rescue the world itself from a dystopian technocratic dictatorship don't even care. They don't care or don't know what's happening or like as long as they can make money. That's the only thing that matters to them. Do you understand why this is so infuriating? These people, again, they see this trial. And when they, when, uh, again, let's just, seeing this video yesterday, I was just like sort of infuriated at this, how they're, they're so off the mark. They're so missing the big picture. They're so not seeing the forest for the chopped up and destroyed trees that they're burning instead of coal. Instead of seeing this for what it is, as a manifestation of a looming anarcho-tyranny that threatens to swallow us all, their first thought is, gee, that's a lot of money. Oh, that's a lot of money. I, that's money, and I like money. So rather than understanding that this, is an unf that this unfair and inexplicable, inexplicable decision is actually just the inevitable consequence of a system divorced from a Christian standard of ethical governance, it's not a threat to your investments, you detestable money grubber. It's a threat to the continuing existence of our constitutional rights and therefore the life and well-being of every generation after you. See, not only will your children and your children's children be at risk of ruination or worse for daring to speak out against the world that's being created, but the absence of virtue itself will certainly lead to the material mismanagement and dispossession of our people. You understand what I'm saying? That if you don't like this decision, if you think it was bizarre or weird or inexplicable, that there was no rationale for this strange decision, you understand that's an aspect of the lack of, of foundational principles, the lack of virtue, the lack of care or understanding of the consequences into the future of what's being done right now. And as we move into a world like communism, that is communistic, where upholding the existence of the system itself is the only and the paramount priority of the system, it means that everything's going to collapse. You're not going to be able to make any money because there's going to be no money to be made because every decision is going to be tainted with personal bias where every lawsuit or, or judicial activity will be corrupted by allowing these people to get away with this. So move your businesses to Oklahoma. Okay, who cares? Who cares? These people are billionaires, multimillionaires. They are doing nothing to rescue this country. This is like these, like the only one that's even come out, you know, to protest this because most of the rest of them know, hey, as long as I play along, as long as I don't do what Trump did and get in these people's way, they'll leave me alone and I can keep making money. How do you not understand the wider consequences of what's happening here? And, and what, what can we do to get through to you? Because we need you, actually. We're doing everything we can. I'm nobody. I have nothing, okay? I, I, don't, I don't have anything. I'm, I'm not rich. I'm not powerful. 
I have no influence. I have no ability to make change other than just talking about it and hoping that the ideas spread enough to, you know, cause civic engagement and, and public participation using the, the force of the number of humans on our side to overwhelm the power and the very few at the top here. But you actually do have this power. You actually do have the capability to make massive change. If you're a billionaire or a millionaire, if you run companies and industries, you could actually make a change, but you don't care because you don't seem to notice what's going on unless it affects your bottom line personally. And that's the real issue here. So we could solve this problem if people actually cared, if they actually noticed and cared and were brave enough to stand up against what's going on. But instead, you're just moving out of New York and going to Oklahoma because that's not a loser state. It's a winner state. Great. Wonderful. We're all losers here, Kevin. Our country is losing, Kevin. And we'll be lost forever if we don't stop it. So I'm sorry that you're scared of losing money, but I'm scared of losing the concept of human rights. And I think that might take precedent in all of this. But hey, that's just me. Again, what do I know? I'm not on Fox Business. With that, we go out to your phone calls. Who got in first? Dennis in Florida wants to talk about world government. Thanks for calling in. Dennis, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Thanks for taking my call. It's an honor to talk to you again. Um, I was on Owen Shorter Live's uh, show last night and uh, talking about the Global Republic plans for 10 Americas uh, that are free and with small governments to stay out of our lives. And discussing these plans, debating them, is the only way that we're going to unify the world to get the leverage we need to break the hold of the globalists. And this comes down to us constantly debating the plans on InfoWars and other channels. Uh, and that's going to unify us. And then we form a convention of states. Once we've unified the world with that vision and everyone's talking about it, we then have the convention of states and revert the Constitution back to the pre-1913 U.S. Constitution with originalist updates mm -hmm. that the new right is going to be integral to form. And then Panama to Alaska, including Japan and the Caribbean, would form New, new America. And that is a template to form the remaining nine, forming ten Americas that make the global republic. And so this is our only way that we're going to get out of it. It's, it's like math. I, I challenge anyone in the world to come up with a better plan. The founders were correct. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We have to get back to what they made, and that is what this is all about. And everyone wants to come to America, so let's bring America to them with 10 of them. Amen, and, and that was the belief of America. You know, the Statue of Liberty now is, is used as a symbol of welcoming, and they attached that plaque like 100 years later after the statue was built that changed the entire definition of liberty and, in a way, the definition of what America is and means and is supposed to do in the world. The idea of the Statue of Liberty was this idea of the American spirit of liberty beaming out to the rest of the world. It wasn't welcoming people in. It was, it was beaming out liberty to everybody else, right? It was a gift from the French who, as badly as their revolution went, sort of took inspiration from America in freeing themselves from the bondage of uh, royalty and, and the church. That was so thoroughly corrupt at the time. So that is the idea. We're supposed to beam out our values to the rest of the world. We're supposed to help other people free themselves from bondage in their own countries, not bring them here necessarily. So I think you're exactly right. We do need to send this mindset, this, this concept, this revolutionary Vision. idea of representative government to the rest of the world in a very real way. 
and you're also right that we don't need, and I've said it a million times, like a re like we need a re-revolution. We don't need a revolution because we have the Constitution. The Constitution works. It's good. It got everything right. We need to go back to that, and we need to update it for the modern world. I mean, we need a digital Bill of Rights. We need to uh, adapt the basic principles of the Constitution to the modern world because we're not the same world we were in 1776, and there's new things that need new laws to guarantee the rights of the individual, and we need to remind ourselves that the government is only legitimate insofar as it is there to protect the rights of the individual, not impose things on the individual. So I think you're exactly right, Dennis. I think that's exactly what we need, and I love the term the new right. We are the new right. We've needed- that's what we were talking about last night on Owen Schroyer's show is the new right. Owen really uh, emphasized that. I love and we it. have to be uh, we have to support them as much as we can and increase their numbers because the new right is the solution. And and not and just, the only way that we're going to use and not just ahead. reacting to the left, but actually having a plan, a, a vision of the future, how we can progress, how we can move forward, how we can take advantage of the technologies that are opening up whole new vistas of human experience. We need to have something that we're reaching for, something that we're striving for, something that we can bring other people along in our journey towards rather than just always playing defense against these other people who have their own dystopian, utopian vision. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar. A true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. If people somehow put aside the obvious danger to their ability to earn and maybe to their lives of saying what needs to be said, then we greatly outnumber those we are pitted against. They are ferociously powerful, but I would also point out this interesting error. So I call the force that we're up against Goliath, just so I I remember what the battle is. Goliath made a terrible mistake, and it made it most egregiously during COVID, which is it took all of the competent people, took all of the courageous people, and it shoved them out of the institutions where they were hanging on. And it created, in so doing, the dream team. Created every player you could possibly want on your team to fight some historic battle against a terrible evil. All of those people are now at least somewhat awake. They've now been picked on by the same enemy. And yeah, all right, we're outgunned. It has a tremendous amount of power, but but we've got all of the people who know how to think. So I hate to say it, or maybe I like to say it, but I don't think it's a slam dunk, but I like our odds. 
We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. America has been captured. We have an occupied government. Any loyal American who does not want to be a complete slave of a biomedical extermination operation needs to get informed quick, get right with God, and then start telling everybody you know about it and not complying with the system. The system is here to destroy us. Complying with it will get you killed. Period. In a world where ancient remedies blend with modern science, Jones knows the secret. Bored ease from InfoWars life isn't just any treasure, but the ultimate turmeric and inflammatory support. For millennia, turmeric's power has been recognized, but not all turmeric is created equal. With InfoWars Bored Ease, you're getting turmeric root extract in a much more potent form. And the magic doesn't stop at turmeric. Paired with ingredients known for their anti-inflammatory properties like organic sage leaf and others, Bodies is a symphony of nature's best. Joint support, flexibility, inflammation, and immune support. With Bodies, you're not just unlocking the secrets of ancient remedies, but also supporting the show. <sighs> Discover the power of all natural turmeric. Grab your treasure today. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and experience the magic of Bawd Ease for yourself. Listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. We go directly out to your phone calls this segment. Infowarstore.com. I remind you, is the only way that we get funding to do anything that we do. We are dedicated to this. We are sworn to uphold the rights of humanity, of every race, color, and creed against the onslaught of the globalists who want us all boiled down into some shapeless morass that they have total control over. We will oppose it with everything we've got. All that we ask is that you help us in this by going to InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com, the only funding mechanism we have here. You can donate there if you want, but I encourage you to try some of the products. Bodies is 40% off, TurboForce Plus, incredible energy supplement, an energy drink mix, also 40% off, Winter Sun, uh, vitamin D supplement, also 40% off, massive discounts, incredible products, plus human liberty and righteous fury, all available at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there today. Keep us on air forever. With that, we go out to your phone calls. Jefferson in Virginia has commented about Drax Power Plant, the, the, brilliant, the brilliant plan of burning trees instead of coal and calling it carbon neutral because why not? Thanks for calling in, Jefferson. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. Good morning. Yeah, th what they're doing to the Drax power plant is just sabotage. They took a perfect coal-burning plant where the coal was pulverized into a powder, much like a, 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 a gas almost, and burned the coal that way. And now they want to throw wood pellets <laughs> into the system, sunflower pellets, olive pellets, peanut shell husks, and rape meal. That They want to throw that in with the what they call co-firing, <laughs> they take something as highly efficient and just, I mean, a wood pellet can't burn anywhere near as efficiently as coal dust. 
course. You know, uh, cr- grain silos are flammable because of the dust. You can anything that's converted into a dust can be uh, turned into almost a, a, a fuel for a fire. Right. It's, it's right. Not- I've seen I've seen things where like they'll take people take flour and like if you throw flour into the air and you, it'll catch on fire. Uh, you know things that I don't know if it's aerosolized, but when they yeah, break down into that small of a particle, they become extremely flammable. So, so Drax was burning like 9 million tons of coal efficiently every year, and these environmentalists decided that somehow biomass, which makes no sense of taking trees from America and turning them to wood pellets and shipping them to England where you're going to throw them in a burner that's nowhere near as efficient as burning coal dust, makes sense. And somehow they're thinking they're, they're, they're reducing CO2 emissions by doing that is ludicrous. It's, it's like right. burying trees. It's the dump. We're supposed to be to dis- dislike trees now. That's what Bill Gates is trying to make us think that trees are bad. This is like idiocracy and Brando and the plant. I mean, it it's is. Just that, yes, yes, that is a uh, excellent. That is a, that is an excellent uh, comparison. That's exactly what it's like. And, and that was one story I didn't have in my climate stack, uh, but it's out. Just search, you know, bury wood. Uh, a stealth effort to bury wood for carbon removal has just raised millions. Uh, raised millions. This is from MIT Technology Review. Again, I'm not making this up. This is mainstream stuff. Kodama has raised more than $6 million from Bill Gates' climate fund and other investors as it pursues new ways to reduce wildfire risks and lock away carbon harvested in trees. Translation, they're cutting down healthy old-growth trees and burying them in the ground, and Bill Gates is helping them do that. So, again... You have to wonder what, like, what is going on here, Jefferson? How did nobody question this for the first four or five years it was implemented? Like, how do they get away with such absurd claims? And nobody even questions it. People just read it. Oh, wow, they stopped burning coal. How wonderful. Burning trees instead. I bet that makes sense if I'm not an expert, so I don't know. I mean, how do they get away with this, Jefferson? It's some sort of mass formation psychosis where we've all been cowed into not questioning the stupidity of what these experts are telling us. Exactly. But, you know, with a slogan like uh, uh, burying, that's what trees need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the trees want to be buried. It's for the trees. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. It is idiocracy writ large in real life. Thank you for that call. I know uh, Aaron from Colorado also wants to talk about so-called biomass. The fact they had to come up with a new word for it, Aaron, it's trees. Just call it trees. But they understand that if they call it trees, people might start asking questions. Call it something that sounds technical like biomass, and that shuts those questions up. Thanks for calling in, Aaron. You're on the air. What do you think about biomass? Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Moore came out with a movie a few years ago called Planet of the Humans. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I don't think I ever saw it. But there's this one um, part in the movie where they're doing the biomass thing. It was right next to a school, and mm. and I guess I guess it snowed, and the snow was black. So they went in and Lord. they went in and checked it out, and they were trying to burn green trees. And in order to burn the green trees, they had to burn tires to get the trees to burn. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought burning trees was bad. No, we, right. If we want to burn trees, we have to burn tires as well. We're environmentalists. It's incredible, Aaron. Incredible. Yeah, yeah they tested the snow and everything, and they found like, rubber. 
You know, it's something biblical about it, isn't it? It's like it's like a, a biblical plague. It's you'd hear a, a psalm or something about how the snow, you know, it snowed black. Like it, there's something so satanic about all of this. They are they are destroying the earth wholesale, and it is horrifying to see. Yeah, I miss that. I'm telling you, for like two years, I was just compiling all these different stories. Every ridiculous headline I'd see, I would just bookmark it and and put it to the side, knowing I'd eventually fold it in. But I could make a skit meeting, I could make a pitch, pitch meeting four hours long and not get to all of the insane things that these people are up to. Thank you for that call, Aaron. I, Burning tires right. to burn trees, incredible. Uh, I think Jay from Georgia also wants to talk about, well, the controlled collapse of the global economy. You know, if the question is what's the bigger scam, COVID or climate change, the real discernment, the real understanding is that they're the same scam and it's all orchestrated to collapse the global economy in a controlled way so that the the discomfort and fright of the people caused by the you know when the collapse causes the fright and discomfort the powers that be can come in and offer the solution which is technocratic slavery jay from georgia what do you think about the controlled collapse of the global economy hey harrison can you hear me okay yes sir thanks for calling in Oh, man, it's a pleasure to talk to you again, Harrison. I talked to you about a month ago talking about how AI is the way of things. But today I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that. But uh, my first question is, what is the definition of an invasion, my friend? And I'll answer it real quick. The definition of an invasion is to be completely surrounded without your aware. So uh, I feel like that's what's going on. Um, I mean, it says in biblical text that, uh, you know, the alphabet, the numbers they given to us, and uh, I just don't think that uh, technology is something that we created ourselves. And uh, I feel like we're under an innovation. Maybe they want the resources on this planet for uh, technological reasons versus biological. Well, that, yeah, that, and that is true. I mean, all the technology that humans created is really just about discovering what already exists, discovering the, the processes and the interactions that nature already has with each other and just using it. It's just using things that already exist and processes that already exist to our own ends. You know, it's not because of humans that, you know, gunpowder explodes. That's just what it does. And humans can manufacture and create it, but it's an innate capability of, of that material. So yeah, we, we, we don't create anything from scratch. All we have is what God has given us to work with and manipulate. And uh, you said invasion is uh, uh, being, being surrounded, but not knowing it sounds more like an infestation to me. Maybe that's a better word. We're being invaded. That is absolutely true, but we're also being infested, infested with migrants who are all around us draining our resources. And yet for most people go largely unseen. If you're not, going out of your way to go to the camps or the hotels where they're staying, it's invisible to you. What's visible is your dwindling bank account as your taxes rise to pay for it. We'll be right back on the other side with more phone calls for our final segment of American Journal InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. 
Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off at InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now, InfoWarsStore.com. Well, well, nitric oxide is a key. It's made by our own bodies again. It's made by L-citrulline and, and L-arginine, the amino acids. So we're fed. You can, you can get it from beet powder and other things. The nitric oxide relaxes the endothelium, the vasculature. It relaxes the vein. It's a natural blood pressure. In fact, I use the two, your InfoWars. I keep that on my shelf. And I feed myself the Cardio Miracle, which is just for straight food. It's a different formulation than that one and the two together are a one-two punch so you get in your food the ability to make what you need and no more that was dr judy mikovitz top research scientist without me even asking her telling everybody how incredible this product is and it's finally back in stock nitric boost is 40 percent off at infowarsstore.com and it doesn't just have the vasodilation opening up your arteries and your veins to clean things out it does so many incredible things god gave us this compound so many of the big things you see out there promoted in the media are based on the natural ingredients that are already in this product so get your amazing nitric boost today at InfoWarsTour.com. You need to experience the health, the vitality, the stamina, the libido, everything that comes with nitric boost. You've looked at our formula, you, you like it? I did, and I do, yes. Well, I, I'm not a scientist like you. What is What do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do? Um, it relaxes the vasculature. So the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure, has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. Prior to the COVID shot, the deadliest vaccine, we saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things. Yeah, why seeing. is it particularly? the athletes um, because they operate at oxygen max um, capacity max they're they're operating at such a high level in their mitochondria this is an energy production oxygen um, necessary disease um, so they create they, that's what they're finding they turbocharge the blood clots yep. and ischemia lack of oxygen Mm. So constricted blood vessels too, because athletes are running, they're constricted, they're they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow, which is why your nitric oxide um, product, that new products, I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events, be, uh, dissolve under the tongue, give you an instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. Nitric Boost, exclusively available, 40% off right now, in stock, ready to ship nitric boost infowarstore.com try it support the infowar it's a 360 win
final segment here on the American Journal. We will on the American Journal. We will go out to your calls here momentarily. Before we do that, I want to mention a, a major thing going on right now in the UK. The American political establishment has taken a break from their crying of crocodile tears over the mistreatment of Alexei Navalny, an activist in Russia who was imprisoned where he died last week. They took a break from mourning and, and lamenting the poor fate of that hero to uh, continue prosecuting Julian Assange to death. So hypocrisy is the, the key word today. Wiki, Wiki, WikiLeaks founder Assange starts final legal battle to avoid extradition to the United States. Stories at InfoWars. I'm reading here from NPR. Julian Assange's lawyers will begin the final UK legal challenge on Tuesday to stop the WikiLeaks founder from being sent to the United States to face spying charges. The 52-year-old has been fighting extradition for more than a decade, including seven years in self-exile in the Ecuadorian embassy in London for the last five years in a high-security prison. Now, he's actually not present at the high court where this appeal hearing is taking place because he's too unwell because he has been... Um, degraded to the shell of a human being by being hunted like a fox by the people that he exposed as war criminals because he's a hero and his sacrifice will not go unrespected. Now, there is a crowd there in front of the high court where this is taking place. Huge crowd of protesters gathers in front of the Supreme Court in London, UK, to demand freedoms for WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. This hearing marks the beginning of the end for the extradition case, as any grounds rejected by these judges can no longer uh, can no f can cannot be further appealed in the UK, bringing Assange dangerously close to extradition. Assange, an Australian citizen, has been indicted on 17 counts of espionage and one charge of computer misuse over his website's publication of classified U.S. documents. U.S. prosecutors say he helped U.S. Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning steal diplomatic cables and military files that WikiLeaks later published, putting lives at risk. To his supporters, Assange is a secrecy-busting journalist who exposed U.S. military wrongdoings in Iraq and Afghanistan and is entitled to First Amendment protections. They argue that the prosecution is politically motivated and that he won't get a fair trial in the United States. I remind you that when Hillary Clinton didn't know she was being recorded, she suggested that they drone strike Julian Assange. So that's how they feel about this hero. Of course, our prayers go out to Julian Assange, his family and supporters. And I just pray justice be done in this case. It would be, I can only imagine the relief if he were to be set free or at least not extradited to the United States. Ironically, he probably should have done what Snowden did and gone to Russia. Perhaps the mistake that Assange made was relying on the professed principles of Western democracy that are in fact an illusion and disregarded at the slightest provocation. Perhaps if he'd gone to Russia, he'd be living a relatively free life right now, like Edward Snowden. I, again, I bring that up not to criticize or mock Assange. I'm, I would not do that. But to point out the hypocrisy of our establishment claiming that Russia is some tyrannical regime while simultaneously ruthlessly hunting, out, hunting down and trying to destroy a journalist for publishing secret documents that prove that they're war criminals. Beginning of the end as Assange, court, Assange case returns to court.
and we'll see how this goes. Hopefully, though I don't have much hope, there is some remnant of those classic British principles of free speech that still exist in these judges that can bring some semblance of respite to this innocent man. Thomas Massey, representative from Kentucky, I believe, posted this with hashtag free Assange. Representative McGovern and I, along with 13 other representatives and Senator Rand Paul, sent this bipartisan letter to President Biden urging him to drop the prosecution of Julian Assange. Dear President Biden, as members of Congress deeply committed to the principles of free speech and freedom of the press, we write to strongly encourage your administration to withdraw the U.S. extradition request currently pending against Australian publisher Julian Assange and halt all prosecutorial proceedings against him as soon as possible. Mr. Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, faces multiple charges under the Espionage Act due to his role in publishing classified documents about the U.S. State Department, Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay, and wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. He has been detained on remand in London since 2019 and is pending extradition to the U.S., having lost his appeal of extradition order in the courts of the United Kingdom. Deep concerns about this case have been repeatedly expressed by international media outlets, human rights and press freedom advocates, the members of Congress, among others. To cite only a few of the commentaries, in November 2022, New York Times, The Guardian, Le Monde, Der Spiegel, and El Pais came together to express their grave concerns about the continued prosecution of Julian Assange for obtaining and publishing classified materials, arguing that publishing is not a crime. And in December 2022, a co coalition of press freedoms, civil liberties, and international human rights organizations wrote to Attorney General Merrick Garland, urging him to correct course and abandon the relentless pursuit of Mr. Assange in order to protect the ability of journalists to freely report in the United States without fear of retribution. U.S. elected officials have previously called on the administration to drop charges against Mr. Assange, including in April of this year when members of the House argued that every day the prosecution of Julian Assange continues is another day that our own government needlessly undermines our own moral authority abroad and rolls back freedoms of the press under the First Amendment at home. He goes on to say that we believe the Department of Justice acted correctly in 2013 during your vice presidency when it declined to pursue charges against Mr. Assange for publishing the classified documents because it recognized that the prosecution would set a dangerous precedent. We note that the 1917 Espionage Act was ostensibly intended, ostensibly intended to punish and imprison government employees and contractors for, for providing and selling state secrets to enemy governments, not to punish journalists and whistleblowers for attempting to inform the public about serious issues that some U.S. government officials would prefer they keep secret. We are aware that the Assange case has been cited by officials in the People's Republic of China to claim that the U.S. is hypocritical when it comes to the purported support for media freedom. We are also well aware that should the U.S. extradition and prosecution go forward, there is significant risk that our bilateral relationship with Australia will be badly damaged. So there you go. Uh, a powerful statement from Thomas Massey, because at least some remnant of free speech as a principle still exists in this country when it's dying out everywhere else. With that, we got to a few more phone calls. We've got Nick in North Carolina. He wants to talk about Biden abandoning electric vehicles. That was a story we had yesterday. Didn't quite get to it. Tell us what's up with that. Nick, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Thank you. So a little, back, a little background. I'm a professional engineer. I'm licensed in 20-some-odd states, and a lot of my projects involve putting in electric vehicle charging stations. And these things are energy hogs. They are, just mm -hmm. because of the physics behind it. So the big thing, I think a big story that hit yesterday, the day before, was that uh, Biden's quietly moving away from this EV initiative, which is a good thing because I actually pulled numbers off the government's own websites, and it proves that uh, we don't, we do not produce enough electricity in this country to power all the vehicles if exactly. they were converted to 
to be electric. No, I mean, fear, there is no doubt. Right. It's not about charging in the off-peak times. It's just we don't make enough electricity. And I love technology. I think it's the uh, it's the ultimate expression of God's commandment to go out and be fruitful and multiply, okay, to conquer the world around us. So I think it's a great thing, and I think it'd be good technology. But you need to build power plants in parallel with converting everything over to electricity. Right. And um, I, I just I don't understand the, 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 the stupidity behind some of these decisions. I think if you put people in charge that actually knew – that actually understand what's going on, the world would be a lot better place and our but, country would be a lot but, better but that's, place. But, but. but that's the thing, isn't it, Nick? They know, don't they? I mean, these people aren't stupid. These people are at the top of, like, you know, governments and, and uh, corporations. They understand that there's not enough electricity production, right? So, I mean, do you think it's that they don't understand what they're doing or do you think they know perfectly well, or like I said in my skit, where they go, you know, there's not enough power electricity because we don't want everybody to own cars. You're going to have a fleet of electric vehicles that can be handled by the electricity production. So, I mean, they're not stupid, right? They know what they're doing and it's a trick. Would you agree with that? Or, or you think they're just dumb? I think it's a combination of both. I think, I think you're probably right because they, they're playing it. They look at the problem as a politician does, right? How can I control? How can I increase my control and how can I can increase my power? So yeah, let's go out there. Let's push this initiative. We'll make money on the side. And oh, by the way, if it falls flat, well, we'll blame somebody else. We'll never right. blame, blame ourselves. So they play the game as politicians and the people that actually could. And it's a crying shame, man, because we've got the technological ability to do a lot more than we're doing in this world, right? Yep. And it's a crying shame because the people that can actually, they're actually qualified and equipped to create these systems and, and execute the implementation of these systems, they're, they're left behind. You know, it's like, well, we'll call you when we need you to fix our problem. Right. You know, we'll go create the problem. So yeah, it's a combination. I think part of it is their incompetence and their stupidity. Because I, you know, you got to you got to be careful not to overestimate your enemy's abilities. But then again, you don't want to underestimate. Them. So I don't think they're all exactly. powerful, and all knowing. I just, I, I, think I just they, have they trouble. I just lie. think like when when you and I know this, they have to know it. That's all I think. I just think there's no way they don't know. I know, and who the hell am I? These people are in this every day. You don't think they understand? Great call, Nick. Thank you very much for that. Uh, sorry to our other callers we weren't able to get to you. Bart and St. Cloud want to talk about the history of Rome. Call back tomorrow, Bart. You know I love talking about the history of Rome. Thanks for being here with us, folks. Stay tuned. The Alex Jones Show in 90 seconds. Infowarsstore.com. People ask me all the time, why do your supplements work so well? Because we go out and find out what's already the best sellers nationwide and worldwide. Then we go to the top companies that produce them and we private label already existing best-selling products. And in most cases, we ask them to make it even stronger, even better, because we want it to work for you. We want you to love it. We want you to come back and get more of it. We treat you like we want to be treated. Plus, that's just good business. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you, we have the strongest turmeric formula out there, bar none. We went to multiple top suppliers in the country about five years ago now and said what is the strongest curcuminoid or concentrate of turmeric you put out they said it's 75 85 percent but most people only go with five percent that's raw turmeric we said what's the strongest you can do 95 percent we have the strongest turmeric on the market at 95 percent with a bunch of other natural ingredients that supercharge it for your inflammation for your joints, for your bones, for your brain, for your heart, for your kidneys, for your liver, for all your organs, for everything. This is such an incredible product. It's Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. That's the concentrate of turmeric. Ladies and gentlemen, Body's is an incredible product. And when you get it, it funds the Info War, which is a 360 win. 
Why are some of you shopping with the big box stores and the establishment, who have some great supplements, by the way, and some crap ones? Why aren't you shopping with the good guys at InfoWarsStore.com? I want to thank all of you that do shop at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to encourage all the other great listeners and viewers, people watching us on X and you name it, to please go to InfoWarsStore.com and check out these amazing products like Bodies, Ultimate Turmeric Formula, and I know you're going to love it and become a repeat customer that allows us to stay on the air and expand in the face of the tyrants. So get your Bodies, Ultimate Turmeric Formula now with 95% humanoid at InfoWarsStore.com.